I didn't know there were so many songs that contained the lyrics Don Cheadle. <laughs> Who knew that Tyga had three songs, including the verse yeah, Cheadle in it? I'm on a mission to Mars, Don Cheadle. Yeah. Was I, uh, Don Cheadle in Mission to Mars? Mission to Mars was just a Dr. Pepper commercial. Everyone knows that. <laughs> You're thinking of iRobot. iRobot was also a Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> this is sort of the future of the past. It was also like a Reebok commercial, too, wasn't it? Shine the light on! <laughs> Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers! Welcome to the historic Biscuit Bunker! We are broadcasting live from the beautiful downtown Kihei. This so is historic. The Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy. Cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Pouring conspiracies. Biscuits and Gravy. Cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Pouring conspiracies. Biscuits and Gravy. Oh, all right. We're back on another beautiful Wednesday. And of course, we are also a nonprofit educational show because nothing says nonprofit like me screaming about NASA. And nothing says educational. Like me screaming about NASA. Now, I could not do this show without my NASA. lovely biscuiteers out there. All my gravy gals. All my biscuit boys. From me to you, I love you so much. But more importantly, I could never do this show without the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Fody. Vincent Fody, welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. You have planned one hell of a show for us today. Why should our listeners be excited? Because we're finally going to answer that age-old question. The old-old question? Was Don Cheadle in the movie Mission to Mars? Was Don Cheadle in the movie Did Mission to Mars? Did you ever see the Don Cheadle uh, YouTube video where he plays Captain Planet? Love it. Love <laughs> it. It's, it's a miniseries, actually. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. He was in was Ocean's a... 12. Oh, my Lord. I'm on a mission to Mars. Don Cheadle. <laughs> He's got to be in Mission to Mars. I'm a legend to you ordinary So there was that people. other... Yes, he was in Mission to Mars, which so... came out in the year 2000. Wow. I saw that movie in the movie theaters, you and did... I went to the World I of Science. I saw it, too. It was not good. No. So, like, they used Dr. Pepper to find out where the hole in the spaceship was? What's up with that? Did they really use yeah. Dr. Pepper in do the you movie? Know, do you know who was also <laughs> in Mission to Mars? Gary Sinise from yes. Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle for now, Nephews and Nieces. You need Sinise's. That's right. <laughs> Today's Biscuits and Gravy is underwritten by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. We love Gary Sinise here at the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Also by Johnny Depp's Glasses for the best perception. It's Depp Perception. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly presented by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim. And he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Hey, Vince, are you yeah. looking for the finest quality crochet equipment? I am. Well, I've got a name. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Crochet also has a spice rack company. Mm, nice rack, bro. That's for when you need to keep time in a bottle. If I could keep time in a bottle, I would trust Jim Crochet's spice racks. Of course. <laughs> <sighs> How are you feeling today, Chuck? Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? Oh, lordy. I gotta say, I am feeling pretty darn good on a Wednesday. My poop schedule is completely off. I've been pooping at night instead of in the morning now. Well, I like to do both. Oh, you're 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 a twice a day pooper. Twice. I poop like five times a day. <laughs> no way, really. <laughs> I got a lot. I got a lot 
inside of me. <laughs> I have a lot. Inside you. I've got a lot of love to give. Inside you. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like even if I stopped eating, I would continue pooping for at least a week. I've done that actually. Well, not for. Just <laughs> I've stopped eating for like a day, and I'm like, how does this still happen? Oh yeah. I've I've got plenty of reserves. By the way, uh, <laughs> watching uh, the Magic School Bus with Miss Frizz. Uh, first of all, uh, they that come, was a weird segue. They come out of a guy's butthole. They're like they're like, what happens when you swallow gum? And then they go out of a guy's butthole. Wait, what episode was that? It's in got going out of a guy's butthole on PBS. <laughs> That's what it's called. Can we go back to talking about Tyga and Don Cheadle? <laughs> I'm, I'm on a mission to Mars. So what was that other Mars Don movie Cheadle. that came out around the same? So there was uh, there was Mission to Mars, but then there was like the other dumb Mars movie around the same time. Was there? Yes, there's an entirely other dumb Mars movie. Well, I think you're thinking of. I think there's one with like was... Val Kilmer. I'm not talking about the really oh. cheap one. Oh, that, you're thinking like, of the Saint comedian. <laughs> oh my! I loved the Saint growing up. I rewatched it. Terrible movie. I I have been thinking about doing the same thing. I was like, I kind of remember that movie, The Saint. I was thinking about rewatching it, but I know that if I rewatch it, it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's all like Maverick uh, by Mel Gibson. I liked growing up. If you rewatch it, you're like, what the hell is this fucking garbage? Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> is that where he's like a riverboat gambler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of it. But yes, and both were, were remakes of also terribly shitty 60s and 70s TV shows. All right. So you're saying just like there was Dante's Peak and then also Volcano. Yes. And then there was also there was Armageddon, Armageddon. And then there was also the one with Morgan Freeman. Deep Impact. Deep Not Impact. to be confused with the 1978 movie Deep Impact starring Dirty Harry. I saw a dirty movie called Deep Impact. Oh, uh, baby. That's more on Morningwood. I got so much to talk about from Morningwood. So you're baby. saying there was another movie about them going to Mars yep. around the same and time? being trapped in, in Mars in the same time. Wow. And it was also not great. It wasn't Matt Damon in The Martian? No, no. That was way later, and it was not Mars Attacks. That was good. And it was not the goofy one where he goes to Mars and he wakes up nine months early and eats all the food. Is that Rocket Man? Yes, Rocket Man. It Is it not. really? Yeah, hey. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. With uh, Harlan, Harlan Williams? Wow. Yeah. Harlan? I don't, I don't know. What's that guy's name? I don't know. What's Harlan? He's in that movie, Sorority Boys, where they get kicked <laughs> out of the frat. Why have so you seen Sorority Boys? Because I was, was researching the Me Too movement. <laughs> he gets raped in that movie. I'm more concerned about your gravy level. Right, Chuck, I got uh, a question for you. Sure. What's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? Mm, it's probably What's Going On? Let it play, baby. Let it play. Let it play. What is going on? How's your quarantine going? Um, I am. You're like back to work now. I'm back to work, and I'm pretty much mocking CDC guidelines. Like, I'll sanitize stuff in front of people. I do the same thing whenever I read on the cookie dough so the whole thing, not eating raw cookie dough, I was misinformed, misled, almost lied to growing up. I was told not to eat raw cookie dough because the eggs were raw. Because they, everybody told you you get salmonella from and, raw eggs. And Turns you know out, from growing up in Philadelphia, from being a huge Rocky fan. Rocky right? can drink a glass of raw eggs. Why can't I? Why can't I? Phil, that's what we call Philadelphia freedom. Now, well, this was it this turns out, news to me as well. The, the raw part that you're not supposed to eat is not the eggs. It's the flour. It's the flour. I didn't it's the know flour. this. It's the flour. But 
more cases of salmonella actually come from eating raw flour than from raw eggs. Yep, that's what we call flour power. <laughs> Which is weird. Also, why are why are people out there just eating raw flour? That doesn't make any sense. Well, fifty dollars a gram, you're gonna do what you can. <laughs> <laughs> is that why they don't cut coke with flour? They use baby laxatives. <laughs> Because you're kind of also like imagine you're a cocaine dealer and like your baby's constipated and you're like decisions what to do here <laughs> decisions the baby's gonna poop eventually. also what Feed babies need laxative they have diapers because they're shitting themselves nonstop yeah what babies need laxatives don't give them the yeah that's like a bonus then yeah. you then you save money on diapers you're telling me man so uh, I had to babysit some guy one time I offered to babysit. And they went out, and they were like, oh, by the way, Chuck, we use reusable diapers. And I was like, hold on. So you don't, like, throw away poop when you're done with it? You're like, no, all you got to do is clean out the poop and then clean (laughs) out the thing that has the poop. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're going to be gone for four hours. Is your baby going to poop in the meantime? And they're like, my baby's going to poop the whole time. It's a baby. So Adelaide pooped, and I had to take care of it. So – I just went to the bathroom and used it myself. Wait, they named their baby after that Beck album. <laughs> <laughs> They're Scientologists. <laughs> so I took I took the. Diap- I don't think Beck is a Scientologist anymore. I oh, don't you don't think, think it's a, you don't think so? I yeah. think he reneged. So I just took the diaper off and threw it in their bathroom and never took care of it, and then I got, never got asked to babysit again. So hey, I did win-win. the same thing. It's a win-win. Uh, coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo. And I want to really thank all of our listeners and all our viewers for sending in all these questions. And I want to thank Vincent Fody for remembering the password to our email. Right. And our email, of course, is thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And you can email us any questions for the trivia segment of the show because you are going to try to stump the buffalo. Or you can just, you know, if you want to say hi, and drop us an email. We want to hear from you guys. I think we were encouraging uh, quarantitties last week, too. Oh, all, yeah. Also down for that. Email us your quarantitties. We'd be mm-hmm. more than happy. I got to say the quarantitties uh, Facebook page. Ooh, this, some are not great. It is it is hit or miss. Yeah. Very hit or miss. Um, also, but you know what? Instagram it's filter. Everybody's beautiful. The Instagram filters, man. It's like you do you and uh, you do you. That sounds like masturbation. Somebody out there is going to like it, you know, mm, so somebody that's, that's what the Internet's all about. We got a little uh, morning wood today. Ron Jeremy back in the news. Not in the greatest way imaginable. Wait, Ron Jeremy in the news. Again, again, we, again. We, we just talked about him last week. I know they're Wait. trying to cut down his wood. What happened this like, time? Well, apparently he's grabbed so much butt that he is no longer welcome back to the AVNs, Wait, which, of what? course, are the Oscars of the uh, porn industry. Yeah, of adult movies. Mm-hmm. Wait, so people were unhappy with him grabbing butts at the AVN? Yep. Well, so ha- so unhappy with him grabbing butts, not just at the AVN, but in in general. In fact, porn star Grant Janice Griffith, she has a video with 10 dudes railing her, and he, she's like, Ron Jeremy touched my butt at a porn ceremony. I mean, I guess unwelcome contact is unwelcome contact. Exactly, and we got to remember would, our you, sex you gotta, workers. You got to think that in that type of industry, there's going to be a little bit more leeway. I'm just trying to read a uh, Janice Griffin title that does not 
need to be censored. Sexy shoplifters. She's that she is in a lot of sexy shoplifters. She's in a video called Sexy Shoplifters with with friend of the show Riley Reed, <laughs> who is one of my favorites. She's in a really good mommybang.com video. They get, they get caught shoplifting. It's so ironic that Ron Jeremy would be banned from the AVN. Like, the AVN Awards should just be a golden Ron Jeremy statue. Yeah, in fact, it should just, it should just be a carbon copy of his penis <laughs> coming out to people. <laughs> well, I guess the long and short of that story is that, uh, you know, no matter what you do for a living. No matter know, what you are. You know, don't touch people inappropriately. Yeah, if, dude. If they don't want it. Yeah. If you want to touch Janice Griffith's butt. Or just star, just star in a video with her. Or just be like me. Like, get out your phone and watch it right now and star, close your eyes. Star and, in a, and pretend it's her. I like to mix the old Spank Bank and the new videos together to complete my journey. I like to Everyone's grab my butt different. and pretend it's not my butt. I, <laughs> <laughs> if only I had a butt. But yeah, here, everybody. I know some people, when you're hearing this, you're like, oh, they're both porn stars. Anything goes. No, not true. Okay, these are professionals. All right. like It's 2020, Ron Jeremy. Yeah. And at the time, it was 2017, and she alleges that he grabbed her when she was a very young teenager, which begs the question, what were they doing together? Probably a barely legal uh, video. Just saying. Just saying. Well, a lot of them run in the same circles. Mm, so. And that burp is going to be my segue into the next segment of the Biscuits Now, you should show. be keeping your distance out there uh, as well, also because of quarantine. Yeah, dude. And but you know you can't you can't blame people for wanting to get a little bit of closeness and sometimes because of this distance that we've been keeping between ourselves you know it's it's hard enough to meet somebody but now with all this social distancing it's been it's getting even harder even, to meet somebody it's been getting very hard to meet somebody that's why I was checking out some of the misconnections oh I love misconnections you ever check out the misconnections on on Craigslist all the time baby and I just want to remind our listeners that are tuning into the biscuits and gravy show thank you so much for tuning in to KKU KKU 88.5 the voice of gravy biscuits and gravy is presented in part by a fund from the Margaret Thatcher Foundation and this today's show is presented in part by Margaret Thatcher's roofs need a new roof get a Thatcher and also by Channing Tatum's tater tots mm. Tatum's Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. All right, you ready to hear a misconnection? So we're looking at misconnections on Craigslist. On Craigslist for which, the island of Maui. Which category are we under? Uh, general. General? Okay, so yeah. this is men for men, women for women. This is everybody for anyone. Everybody. Misconnections isn't just for closeted gay guys. It's for everybody. Oh, oh, lordy. So here's one. Okay. Uh, you caught my eye shimmying across the concrete wall alongside the cart corral. <laughs> you shimmied with a comfortable speed and grew my interest. Rejected by the rule of law at the closing gates of Foodland, you turned around in search of your mask. At this point, I noticed your biscuits. <laughs> What does that mean? It's, is he describing a gecko? <laughs> <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Oh, I noticed your what is, is biscuits a euphemism for something. That's what I think, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. Maybe he's a true biscuiteers and realized the best maybe way to summon's like heart. Maybe it's actual golden, biscuits. They are golden at Foodland. Biscuits. Right? They are at Foodland. It could be mm -hmm. actual biscuits. It could be some sort of – it could be just general TNA. 
Who knows? But then <laughs> it goes on to say, upon your anticipated return, I came within six feet of you, breaking the present rule of law. We were pinched between the aisles of apples, oranges, and leaf lettuces. I told you I forgot my mask, too. I rambled about the ingredients and didn't confront my attraction. I came for white wine and pasta. Don't you hate when you run into somebody that you know at the supermarket, but then you have to keep shopping, so you keep running into them over and over again? Yeah, all the time. Except the other person doesn't always hate it as much as you do. Not naming names! (laughs) That's pretty much everybody. But also, who calls lettuce lettuces? Also, see you later. Isn't lettuce the plural of lettuce? I Therein lies the vernacular conundrum here, my friend. So, if you have plural of the same lettuce, it's lettuce. If you have different strains of lettuce, it could be lettuces. Similar to if you see a lot of of fish, you could also assume what the fish is, which are plural, plural. Not the plural fish, but the plural, plural. Yes. Okay. And then uh, it closes off by saying, our next rendezvous is in the wine aisle, and I rambled there too, but... I should have rambled for the number of the lady with the undeniably cute butt and mask. Now, does that mean she had a cute mask also? Hmm. Or did she have a cute butt and she was wearing a mask? <sighs> I feel this is... Where this are is, the biscuits? You know how in some cultures you don't see the l- woman's face until you get married? Yeah, and you're like, I feel like bad teeth. Yeah, I feel like uh, you're kind of taking a gamble, like... Hooking up with somebody in quarantine when you can't see what's under the mask. First of all, you're definitely taking somebody a gamble hooking have... up with somebody under quarantine. <laughs> I guess in any okay? situation. You're the most amount rouletting when you are hooking up with someone during quarantine, okay? That's, That's why Pornhub and X videos and browsers are so important. Now is the time for self-love. Love thyself. Physician. Love thyself before you love your neighbor, but don't covet your neighbor. I don't even know what covet means. I don't know. Speaking of quarantine, we have a Zoom show that we're doing. Oh, yeah. I know you guys have been missing out on the comedy. Mm-hmm. I certainly have been mm-hmm. missing out on the comedy. Um, we've all been missing out on comedy, but we did a Zoom show. Uh, that was, what, about two weeks ago now? Yeah, almost two weeks ago. Um, and so it, it turned out to be a success. Great success. A lot of people are looking for some sort of any sort of diversion. We had over a hundred live times. views, which is it's not really? bad. There was a, that, it was that many, yeah. Wow, that's and, good. That's and like that's just on our Facebook. So imagine how many. Show. That's just on one of our Facebook. So imagine how many people watched it all together. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. People so from Sweden was, love biscuits and gravy. It was hosted by by biscuits and gravy. Which means instead of us doing individual stand up, we yes. kind of hosted it together as biscuits and gravy. Yep, it went over pretty well. As so, Chuck Sauce and Vincent Vody. So we're doing another one. Who else? Who are the other comedians that are going to be on that show? Well, we're going to have the late great. Just kidding, Ted Anderson. Ted Anderson. We're going to have friend of the show, Michael, as in Michael Bouchiantini. Oh, the boosh. Named after my least favorite type of pasta. The boosh. That's the thick noodle. What? The bu- bucatini? Bu- bucatini? Yes. It's too thick. Mm, I like a thick noodle. Mm, you would like a thick noodle. Are you talking about like it's flat and wide? Or are you talking about it's, it's too, like. It's circular and wide. Yeah. It's is that the one with the tube through the middle? That's I, really good with a bolognese. Ooh, good. A really no, chunky bolognese. No, I think bolognese. it's just the unnecessarily huge spaghetti noodle. I think that's bucatini. Okay. Bucatini. So the, the anyway. large spaghetti noodle is going to be on the comedy show? The large spaghetti noodle. Himself is going to be this Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. It's going to be presented by our good friends down at Scott Bayo's Mayo. Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. 
and we're going to see a few friendly faces comedians that power up and biscuits and gravy has worked with before, which Such is going to include him, Jose Dynamite, Justine Smith, Chino the Forge. But we're bringing on some new people that we've worked with on the show, but have not done a comedy Zoom show with us. And that is going to be Michael Bucciantini, Christian Turner, and our new friend Jay Lamar Jones. All right. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. So if they want to find the link to that Zoom show. That's going to be at our website, BiscuitWars.com, a domain that I totally own. And Take that, Alex Jones. Links to our Facebook. And then also the Facebook page of Power Up Comedy. Yep. All right. Sounds like it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And again, that's going to be presented by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Um, do you remember Yell's you Marble remember? Runs? There's a, a YouTube channel called Yells Marble Runs where it's 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 marbles racing in a marble track. No, no one remembers this. You're a okay. nerd. You know you have you have the access to the internet and you can watch porn or kittens. Do you remember using the internet to play marbles and jacks? No, I don't, Vincent Fody. But I want to hear all about there's a, it. There's a YouTube channel called Yells Marble Runs, and basically, Yells Marble Runs. I like guy, yelling. This guy makes a really long marble track, and then they put line up a bunch of marbles, let them all go, and then all the marbles race to the finish hey. line. And then the guy kind of does commentary as if the marbles were actual. It's like a, a marble Boy Scout Pinewood Derby. Yeah, exactly. Now, this was something that I kind of enjoyed watching. I had been a fan of it, and. You know, I'd watch each season and kind of pick a marble and root, root for there that marble. There are seasons? Oh, yeah. There's, there's, and marbles? There's I think a, you lost your marbles, Vincent Fody. I may not be alone anymore because uh, with this whole quarantine thing, Yell's Marble Runs got picked up by ESPN, and then it subsequently <laughs> got picked, got seen by the people. What? At, <laughs> it got seen by people at Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. What? And now, last week tonight with John Oliver are the new sponsors of Yell's Marble Runs. So HBO and ESPN, which have already tag teamed a lot of stuff together. I think ESPN was showing some of the videos. Okay, cool. And then it gained some notoriety, and then the people at last week tonight saw it and really enjoyed it. So now they are sponsoring the Yell's Marble Runs. So it's spelled J E L L E. Yell. Oh. It's like a Swedish. Yell. Yell. It's marble runs. Yell. Marble runs. Uh, but this was something that I'd always been a big the fan of. Cool so, now <laughs> so now that the last week tonight is, is sponsoring them. Probably Swedish porn. Swedish porn. It's, it's good. good. Did you ever see that picture of the all the people, the girls working at the Swedish McDonald's? No, but now I really want a frosting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's terrible. Check out Yell's Marble Runs on Yell's YouTube. Yell's Marble Runs. Um, yeah, their production value is super high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Helen Hunt's Rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. And also by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning. State's evidence. Man, I was burping into the microphone earlier, and it reminded me of all the great food I've eaten this week. Do you hear that sound? Oh, that sound can mean one thing, one thing only. It's time for Biscuit and or Gravy News. Biscuit and or Gravy News is brought to us by Britney Spears Haircutting Scissors. For the best in cheers, get Britney Spears. Biscuit and or Gravy News. We just have a PSA for you. Nick Nolte, it's bad for you. 
and also by Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to golden ear, get pierced with Pierce Brosnan's earrings. And of course, our good friends down at Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. That's located in the historic Rickshaw District in old Honolulu-ville. Good old Oahu. Now, Chuck, I have a question for you. So this is biscuit and or gravy news. What a place to listen to the biscuit and or gravy news. We are the Truth Network. We are not the lamestream media, okay? We are unfiltered and unbridled, baby. This is where you get the hardcore biscuit news, baby. This is where you get the biscuits and gravy news. That, All the biscuits and that gravy news. the lamestream news. media refuses to cover. They refuse to cover it. Now, if you are like me, you probably received... A ton of text messages of people sending this to you. Did you get it? Of course. Do you know what I'm about to say? Uh, is it about a two-headed cat the named Biscuits two, and Gravy? The two-headed cat was... Oh, my God. Is this going to be your new mascot? And I, you know what? Every <laughs> single person who sent it to me, absolutely love and adore you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you to all of our fans. Even my mom sent it to me. She's my like, own, your mom sent it to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, every one of our fans pretty much sent us the link. Because what's the cuter than a cat? A two-headed cat. It was a two-faced kitten, also known as a Janus cat. Now, now Chuck, normally calling someone why? a two-faced kitten is an insult. Well, you kind two-faced of a cute, kitten. You two-faced kitten, son of a bitch. Kind of cute, but you're still a little two-faced. You're you, a little, little two-faced kitten. But you're a little adorable. Imagine still. if ladies had two kittens. <laughs> But uh, so a Janus cat, do you want to describe what a Janus cat is? A Janus cat is not like conjoined twins. It's one cat with two with two faces faces right. on one cranium. Right. And it's called a Janus cat because in uh, the the Greek god. Or oh, it's, it's not related to friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's not related to friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, in, I believe it's Roman mythology, Janus. You just said Greek, and now you said Roman, and you're right. It is Roman. It's it not is, Greek. It just is Roman. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Janus sounds more Roman than Greek. Yep. Jay's not using Greek ever. It, if it was Swedish, it'd be Janus. Janus. <laughs> Janus. <laughs> and a Swedish two-headed cat would be adorbs. Janus. Mm. Um, but Janus was the god of doorways because he could see forwards and backwards. He could face Cheat both to ways. So he would stand in the doorway and he would look both ways. Mm-hmm. That's why anybody that has the keys to all the doors it's is called, called the a janitor. A janitor. So there you go. There you, you learned a little bit about And then we started calling Roman them a mythology. custodian because they swear. And now they're called custodial engineers. <laughs> 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 because, you know. Yeah, they're engineering creative ways to make themselves titled. Just kidding. Janitors, though, all the keys. Let's get back to the kitten at hand here. So the the cat, they said that there was there's a very slim chance that these kittens ever survived. They don't live very long. And so Biscuits and Gravy did come into our lives. He was born in Oregon. And uh, since then, he, he lived a couple days, and he has since passed away. But for a short time, he made this world just a little bit brighter. We may be two faces, but we are one biscuit and one gravy. And today in unity, let's all give one out to the cutest little cat we've ever talked about outside of Morningwood. Give it up for Biscuits and Gravy. A moment of silent contemplation for Biscuits and Gravy. 
Biscuits and Gravy is brought to us by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. When you need a quality backpack, Backpacquiao. Biscuits and Gravy is presented in a part by Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. You got a little something on your face. And also by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, stop with, with walking. Walken. But really, thank you, everybody. You know, during quarantine, there's you're talking to the same people all the time, but there's a lot of people that we've all kind of fell out of touch with. And it was really heartwarming to get text messages and messages on Facebook and emails even from people I don't talk to, like your mom, and sending face, me stuff. And FaceTimes for like the first week. For like the first week that was No, but I'm saying that, that everyone fun. reached out to us about this kitten. This kitten. Four biscuits oh, yeah, and gravy. We definitely did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Want to do a quick gluttony club? I want to do the quickest gluttony club. <laughs> I just got... Yesterday, I made a carbonara. Ooh. Because we were talking about carbonara last week or the week before, I believe. We talk about carbonara every we week because car I eat carbonara once a week, and I eat Alfredo once a week, and I eat mac and cheese twice a week. All right. Carbonara Corner is brought to us by Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourine. Shake things up with hey Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourine. Carbonara Corner. <laughs> Carbonara Corner is sponsored by Harvey Firestein's Grillers. When you think flaming, think Firestein. Carbonara Corner is presented in part <laughs> by Tom Brady's Gravy. Tom Brady's Gravy. All the ladies want Brady's Gravy. Mm. It'll deflate your hunger. Now, we spent a lot of time talking about the ham on. Ham on! Which, of course, is like a cured ham. Mm. Kind of similar to a prosciutto. but Similar to a prosciutto, but it's Spanish. Spanish delicacy. Ooh. Oh, so delicious. And so this was the first time, the last time that I made carbonara, I made it with bacon, as is as we are wont to do often. But this time I made it with the ham on. Ham on! I had some, I had... Pancetta's expensive. You know, biscuits and gravy, guys. I still... We okay, we accept that. Like, I know I gotta say, bacon, pretty darn tootin' good. Pretty good. Pretty darn tootin' good. You know, I still haven't opened the, the, the vacuum sealed... Part of the ham on. Ham on! I, I'm still working on just the original batch. Ooh, but the I OG it batch up. of ham on. Uh, so we basically just took that up. I diced it up nice and fine mm. and threw that <laughs> into the carbonara. Oh, I man. like the way you was... you did dice it up like you're holding a credit card. <laughs> you did not do the knife one. You were totally like, oh, so I, I took my cell phone out. And I'm just kidding, guys. Just kidding. I took my credit this, card out. I, the gravy's so I chopped up those ham on rocks <laughs> <laughs> into little lines. And then you throw I, some Parmesan on there. I put my there. piece of paper over it. I took my lighter out. And I <laughs> it over it. But and I got to say, I didn't think on. it was going to be that much better. But it really is a lot better. That's right, because everything that comes to my mouth, Fitzafodi, is the goddamn truth, the best thing you're ever going to hear, and the best advice you're ever going to hear in your entire Come on. Come on. So if you can't find any guancale, uh, which can be hard to get your hands on sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, a nice little, some diced up ham on. Ham on. Oh, my goodness. It was so good. It crisps it nice. And it can you can you find out. thick cut prosciutto like in the store? Like, you can just ask them to cut it thick. Oh, okay. You so go to the like, deli. You know what? Just cut this extra thick for me because I'm gonna chop it up. Which of course is short for the Roman delicatessen. Delicatessen <laughs> <laughs> comes from the 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 Roman god uh, delicatessen. So my uh, gluttony club today is that uh, so I as you know have been hitting up fishmongers around the island <laughs> who are not selling to restaurants. And I've been okay. buying food at even more. So I've actually graduated above Costco wholesale food. 
Yeah. And now I'm actually getting it from fishmongers on okay. island. So as you know, I bought six pounds of sashimi grade ahi and five pounds of fresh caught ono, troll caught, no joke. And I bought caught by friend of the show Brian Michaels five pounds of snow crab, and we thought it was going to be crab legs, but no, it was all deshelled. So it was crab, oh, really? It completely, dude. Wait, so it's five pounds of just straight crab yep. meat, uncut. So it's cr- <laughs> there's most, no baby laxative in there's it. There's no baby laxatives <laughs> in it, although I wish <laughs> there was. And uh, last night we had some uh, baby cremini mushrooms. And we chopped that up, and my oh, girlfriend, friend of the show, Governor Chris Christie. I love cremini mushrooms so much. I came home, and I felt like such a businessman. I, I came home, and I had my button-down shirt off of me, uh-huh. and I had it swung over my shoulder, and I was wearing a wife beater. And I cut, came Did in. Did you hang your hat up on the coat rack? <laughs> I should literally show you a picture of my hat <laughs> hung up on my mirror when I go into my house. Did you do the Mel Gibson where you roll the hat down your arm? No. <laughs> And then it's from the hit movie, tell, What Women Want. Tell cops that you hate Jews. Um, <laughs> well, you did that part, I'm sure. I, did. I was driving <laughs> drunk <laughs> and told about the sign. Anyway, so uh, we made stuffed crabs, and then I made gnocchi with uh, Italian sausage. Well, you, made, you made stuffed crabs? Or stuffed mushrooms with the crabs. Oh, with the, oh okay. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I've done crab stuffed mushrooms mm-hmm. uh, before when, when you used to host little uh, dinner parties. Yeah, I miss those days, And everybody man. would bring over, like, an appetizer or an hors d'oeuvre. Mm-hmm. I make a mean crab stuffed mushroom. You also make really good sausage stuffed uh, mushrooms as well. Yeah, I mean, those really are good. Say they're pretty good. Um, did you try out that uh, that crab grilled cheese I was telling you about? No, I didn't, but I have extra crab tonight. Well, if you got And any, I'm really torn on what to do with it. Old Bay at the house. That's any what? Any, some Old Bay. Oh, yes, Old Bay. Yeah, that's that's. I thought you said any oy vey. Oy vey, I'm out of old bay. <laughs> uh, so tonight, I think I left over crab. I think we're fiend, we're fiending some more crab carbonara, and it's just so good. Crab dude. carbonara, sounds but also so we have pork. Good. So I'm thinking of having a very blasphemous meal tonight, where I pound out the pork and bread it, and stuff it with crab and fry it, and I have poblano peppers. I'm going to roast them, then I put them in a Pyrex bowl with saran wrap on top so they kind of steam in their own juices. Okay. You de-skin them, and then you take garlic, butter, and half and half, and you put that in a magic bullet. A bullet kills you faster than cholesterol will, but, you know. And then I put that all into it, so I get the half and half, the butter, the garlic, and the poblano, and I blend it up, and I'm going to deep fry the pork with the crab, <laughs> and I have extra ham on. Did you see the the steak stuffed bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers that I made? Oh lord! About a month ago. Do you remember when I tried to make chocolate shot glasses and I just made like <laughs> little thumb shaped dildos? <laughs> I do I not was try- remember that. I was trying to make bacon and then you wrap it in chocolate and freeze it. And I read a, oh, a nice yeah. kitchen hack that was like, use your thumb. And then my roommate came home, and she's like, what the fuck is are chocolate dildos in here? She's <laughs> like, I'll take two. <laughs> Have you been in my room again? So last night, I ended up, I did like uh, the gnocchi, and I did fresh basil for my garden and fresh tomatoes from Kumu Farms. Mm. So I, I under, love fresh basil. I under, it adds so much to any dish. I love it, man. I underboiled the gnocchi on purpose. 
Right. So I got the Italian sausage and I sautéed the trick the doing spinach. good enough, gnocchi, by the way, is the least amount of flour as possible. Yeah, so I do the 80/20. Right. The 80% potato, 20% flour. Basically, you just you just keep adding a little bit of flour until it becomes just, you know, palpable. Also, I ma- get really good at making um uh, drop biscuits. Oh, the old drop biscuits. So making a lot of soup and stuff. Yeah, because... actually, you can put gnocchi into like a piper, like a and, and pipe. Yeah, them, like, same way you would do with yep. mashed potatoes. Yep. You pipe them right into the boiling water, mm-hmm. which is even better than spatzel. Spatzel is almost similar. Delicate, it's a German way of doing it. Delicious. Oh, it's so good. Gnocchis. So guys, we have a lot more time on our hands in quarantine. Make sure to be cooking stuff for your partner. Okay, I really right. want to give a shout out to my girlfriend, Governor Chris Christie. She's been taking care of me, and when it's my turn to cook, I make sure to drink a bottle of wine, tear up the <laughs> kitchen, and really make some good food for both of us, too. Okay? Mm, speaking of good food, you know what I just got is uh, I got a line on some of the secret ingredients in the pasta salad for 808 Deli. No way! I had a 20-minute conversation with a stranger about the uh, spicy Italian pasta salad everybody knows at 808 that and the, 808 Bistro. That the spicy pasta salad at 808 Deli and 808 Bistro here on Maui is it's the so best good. pasta salad in the whole world. It's, it's so not good. good. It's so good. It's not good. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best pasta salad that I've ever had in my entire life. Now, I happen to have an inside source because I know somebody who knows somebody that works at 808 Deli. Now, longtime listeners of the Biscuits and Gravy Show know that we've already speculated that what makes this pasta salad so good is that they're clearly making it the day before. Right. That always helps. Yeah. But I'm sure they make not, like a huge That's batch not of it. secretive enough. That's not secretive enough. And so it's a tricolor, tor- not tortellini. What, what are they called? The circular ones? Yeah, like, like, a, like, a, like a tortelli or a tortini, something like that. The circular ones. The spiral ones. The spiral. spiral the yeah. tricolor spiral ones, which I do have. I'm going to try to replicate it, so we'll see how that goes. But um, I'm not going to say it on the air, but I do – I have learned some of the secret ingredients. And it's not like a, like a potato mac salad because here's what I learned. There's a difference between a pasta salad – and a macaroni salad, because mm-hmm. a macaroni salad is more of a mayonnaise base. Usually. Whereas a pasta salad is more of like an oil base. Yes. Um, and so this is definitely more of an oil base, so it's definitely closer to a pasta salad. But it's not like the pasta salad that, you know, your aunt makes for the pool party, where it's got like the, the sliced cherry tomatoes and stuff in it. Which this, I enjoy. This is... We all know that it has like black olives and some f- crumbled feta cheese, but it's Man, definitely more I of an oil it, base. I love it, but it's spicy. And it so, pairs so good with their sandwiches. So I, I got. Are they open? I might go there for lunch. <laughs> I was thinking about doing the same thing. Nice, but it's just so delicious, and so, so good. I'm gonna try making some, and then I'll let you know how it comes out. Nice. Um, anything else for Gluttony Club? We're uh, we're cleaning out today. We noticed a stain on our mattress, and first of all, I'm a mattress salesman, so I know you can stain on your mattress voids your warranty immediately. What? Yeah. Yep. So we got to sell extra mattress protectors. And I bought a mattress protector, and it's fucking hot. So I took it off, and we had this, like, there was a stain in the middle of our bed. And I was like, well, you know, Christy, I like to eat food before I go to bed and not brush my teeth and leave food in my mouth, which is terrible. (laughs) So I'm like, it could be drool. And she's like, really? An amber-colored, perfectly circular drool stain in the exact center of the bed. And I'm like, baby, I'm 5'2". There's no way this is my stain. So she, like, made me get in the bed and move around. And she's like, see? See where your hand is? That's where your pee-pee is. 
And then she steam cleaned it for me. So you, so. Pe- you peed the bed? I'd like a smidge of a tinkle, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> One it's time possible. I was laying in bed, because I, I I still do, but I used to also always eat <laughs> Do heroin food before I go to and bed. Then, and then <laughs> go to bed. And so I one day I was laying in bed, and I, I kept smelling barbecue sauce, like somebody was cooking something. Oh. <laughs> I was like, man, that barbecue sauce smells amazing. It <laughs> smelled so good. And I'm like, where is this barbecue smell coming from? And then, like, the next day, I found out I flipped over my pillow, and the underside of my pillow was had all this barbecue sauce hardened onto it. <laughs> I must have been eating something with barbecue sauce, got it all over the pillow, and fell asleep and flipped the pillow over this in my sleep. This is way different than the direction I thought it was going. <laughs> so last week, I broke my diet. I've been doing intermittent fasting, which is where you eat all you want just in a couple hours a day in the middle of it. And it's been great for my heartburn. And like I said earlier, it's completely switched my bowel movements around. Oh, I know it's good for my heartburn. Cold brew coffee. Oh, that'll help too. Absolutely. Been drinking the cold brew coffee in the morning instead of the instead of the hot brew coffee. It's got so much less acid. Also, cold brew, way more flavorful, man. And it's easy to make. All you got to do is put it in the French press overnight and put it in the fridge. And then it's right. good to go. Uh, there's a scientific reason for that. It's because at, when your tongue comes in contact with acid, it shuts down your taste receptors. So when you make a coffee that's really low on acid, like cold brew coffee, your tongue is able to taste all the flavors of the coffee instead of just being shut down by the acid. So no way! Cold brew coffee—it's got a lot of benefits. Mm, that's why I love it. It's cold. The, o- the only thing is, you have to remember to make it before you go to bed at night. Yes. Or else you wake up in the morning and want some coffee. You wake up in it. the morning and ask myself: Is life worth living, or should I have done coffee the night? Or before? should I have made my cold brew coffee? I was on a conference call for work this week. And someone was listening to the uncensored Tupac <laughs> over the conference call. Yeah, it was like, and I was like, "This is interesting mood music to wait until the party joins." You know, this is really weird. And then one of uh, <laughs> the mattress stores that's in like the, you know, Wahoo has a big homeless problem, but part of Wahoo has like per capita the most homeless problem. Right. So like we're like, going through, and it's like, all right, guys, Memorial Day sale, boop 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 boop, pressure relief. And then we hear, like, on the phone, if you don't get out of here in nine minutes, we're calling the police. And we're like, <laughs> and then, like, the manager's like, uh, can you mute this, please? And we're like, I'm like, actually, this is far more interesting than what's going on, Oregon. So they're yelling, and I'm like, someone's got a temper. Are you saying something? It turned out the Oahu branch was just a bunch of homeless people yeah. in disguise. We actually have this, mattresses. We have this problem, and I feel really bad. It's like sometimes homeless people will come into our showroom without a mask. And without shoes, also, and without intentions of giving me their money, which three for three, not a fan. And then they want water. And I'm like, well, like, I can't. What am I going to do? Like, I can't just tell somebody, like, deny them a human right of cold, cold, (laughs) delicious water. (laughs) It's not getting getting water at a mattress place is not a human right. Oh. Having water is a human right, yeah. but not getting water from your local mattress retailer. So I don't know why they think also this is the place to go <laughs> to, to do it, but okay. Like, so. Sir, you're not getting your gun until you tell us your name. <laughs> <laughs> is the rifle range open? I would love to go shooting. Probably, yeah. Cool. I think because there's no tourists or anything here, so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> By the way, like there's more so, than there should be though. Like I know we should be complaining, but uh most of my friends are making like twelve hundred dollars a week for not doing anything. 
and there's no tourists on island. It's so great. Like, I went to the beach the other day with front of the show underwear stain Shahane, and there was just us and Chocolate like stain Shahane. a MILF playing with her kids. Oh, nice. And so it was great. We got to watch the MILF, and then we got to watch the kids get knocked over and almost drowned by the violent waves. It was like the best of both worlds. If a MILF's kid dies, is she still a MILF? Oh, what are you, a Taoist now? <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by... technically a MILF, or is she just an ILF? (laughs) 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 Today's show is presented in part by an endowment from the Brad Pitt's Peaches Fund. There's a little bit inside every peach. And also a very generous largesse from Macaulay Culkin's golf guns. No one handles Culk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. Alone! <laughs> oh, and also by Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. We're going to be talking about Mark Ruffalo later on in the show. And whatever fucking segment we were talking about is presented in part <laughs> by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. Wow. Yeah! That was very brave of you to read that card. So brave! <laughs> I think that's the first time you've ever done that sponsor. And, uh, you know, of course, if you're looking for uh, a new place to live, you know, check out our dear friends at Beethoven's Apartments. Now available for release. All right, let's go into spoiler alert. You ready for Let's some do it, baby! Alert? Okay, let's play some spoiler alert music. Cooking! I've got so much comedy. comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Porn. We got to do spoiler alert. And conspiracies. And then we got to do conspiracies. So coming up on the show, Vince is about to spoil some super, super duper TV for us. Vince, you really take one for the team by watching all of the television, all of the streaming services. You want a sneak preview of what's coming up on Conspiracy Cookbook? I would love to. Is Donald Trump actually... Fidel Castro. Oh, you did it, baby! You did it! We're going to be exploring that later on the show, but first, let's talk about some TV shows. Today's show was brought to us by Don (laughs) Cheadle's Cheetles! (laughs) (laughs) And of course, uh, if you need any bugs, Don Cheadle's Lawn Beetles. Lawn Beetles. (laughs) For for the the best in Lawn Beetles. Check out Don Cheadle's Lawn Beetles. Alright, so there's so much stuff going on with HBO right now, um, first of all, they are releasing HBO Max when? Today. Today. Today is the premiere of like, HBO like Max. Like Bob Dylan said, I shall be released. And also, the times they are changing. HBO <laughs> uh, joined with <laughs> joined with <laughs> Warner Media. Bob Dylan's herbs. The H- times <laughs> they are changing. <laughs> A subsidiary of Jim D- Grozy Spice Racks. Okay, so which is a, <laughs> under an umbrella of Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Of Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Need something Jewish and shriveled, and that tasted better thirty years ago. Check out Don Bob, Bob, Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Bob Dylan's Don Cheadle's Monster. <laughs> All right, so H- <laughs> HBO was bought by AT and T, and AT and T. Yeah, is this the, was like two the, years ago. Is the devil. Uh, and then also AT&T emerged with Warner Time Media. So remember back in the day when Time Warner uh, Which also together? bought AOL? AOL then became AOL Time Warner. Now AT&T owns AOL Time Warner Media. And they had it dialed HBO. up, and now Vince Vogt is going to have it dialed in. And so, so they are are going to use that expanded catalog of everything that Warner Media owns to kind of make HBO worth 
$15 a month. It's, they're keeping it the same price <laughs> because it was already like 15 bucks a month, but now they're going to give you some more content. One of the main complaints that, of course, you and I have certainly had on this show about HBO. Pittsburgh, Chuck Sauce. We've always talked about this. We've always said that their TV shows are really good, but their movie selection <laughs> leaves a little bit to be desired. Unless you want to watch... Like, Unless you want new... Spanish dramas about people being raped. It's fucking terrible, dude. They're so dark and gritty. Actually, Los Spookies is really good right. with Fred Armisen. <laughs> Anything with Fred Armisen but is all good. But all their shows are good, but their movies are not great. Even their, their, their HBO original movies are better than the movies that they buy to put on HBO. It's like the worst Mission Impossible or the worst X-Men movies. <laughs> it's always the movies that you don't want to watch. But, however, Warner Media, which owns everything from Batman to the Lego movies to Lego Batman, <laughs> they, they are adding over... <laughs> from Batman to Lego to Lego Batman. They are adding over 2,000 uh, Warner movies. Of which we think over 80 are actually watchable. So yeah. this is going to be great. <laughs> like HBO is going to have at least <laughs> 90 videos to watch. Yeah, so HBO is going to have at least two or three watchable movies yeah. after this whole thing is over. Plus, they're going to be showing, I think they Miss own, Congeniality 2. They also own Adult Swim. so they're going. They, I'm really pumped about that, actually, because Adult Swim I think they also has own NBC also or something acquired, like that. Co was it College Humor? What was that? Um, College Humor. College Humor, yeah. I Adult Swim acquired their, College Humor, that. which that's what Don Cheadle was on when he played the – Captain America. Captain uh, Planet. Captain Planet. Captain yeah. Planet. Captain Planet. He's our hero. He's gonna, gonna put pollution, pollution down, down to, to zero. zero. That was originally on Turner Broadcast Systems, right? Which is because we all know Ted Turner is a communist who wants to save the environment. <laughs> Nothing but pedagogy from from Ted. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> Water. I can't believe he's he brainwashed an entire generation of kids into thinking that polluting is bad. Mm -hmm. Also, didn't work. <laughs> we did not turn pollution down to zero. We didn't turn it down to zero. We're polluting now more than ever. <laughs> well, he's our planet magnified, and he's fighting on the planet side. So Captain Planet, he tried. He's <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so long story short, HBO is also going to have Rick and Morty. Uh, I believe they're also going to – they also bought the rights to Friends, which must either they already owned it or they paid millions of dollars for it. But uh, if, you, if you didn't have HBO before, now it's actually kind of plausible that it could be worth getting. It it wasn't before because it's not worth paying 15 bucks a month for the one or two good shows that they have on there. Mm -hmm. But maybe with all the with all the um, Batman stuff and all the DC comic movies and Friends and Rick and Morty, maybe they'll have some good movies on there as well. Now, so. Ty Warner also Weinstein a lot of Weinstein films too. Mm, did they own the Weinstein productions? I don't know. I don't know. They're definitely in partners with them. That's uh, and that's all the Tarantino stuff too. I'm re Tarantino. I was going to say I was rewatching Django Unchained. Yeah, and so all almost all of his movies were were produced by Wein the Weinstein Corporation. But those are uh, pastime. Has he been shanked in prison yet, or are we just holding our breath? Uh, I don't know. There's probably a lot of layers of fat to get through even after he is shanked, so we might just have to wait and see about that. The, the toothbrushes aren't thick enough. Also, the the AT and T executive. 
who is in charge of the merger and spearheading yeah, this whole process. He's also a dirty, process. dirty groper. This guy's name is John Stanky. John Stanky! <laughs> it's so hard to take this article that I was reading seriously when it keeps saying John Stanky! <laughs> and then Stanky decided to do this, and then Stanky did that. Mm, the Stanky merger. Stanky has been spearheading <laughs> the Stanky merger. So thank you, John Stanky. <laughs> All right, enough about mergers. What have you been watching on TV? I've I watched I finished watching The Last Dance, which is the the groundbreaking docu series about the the Bulls. Who's that? It's Donna Summer. It's the oh, Last okay. Dance. Oh okay. So I also watched the Beastie Boys documentary uh, called Beastie Boys Story, mm-hmm. which is just about the Beastie Boys. So if you like documentaries, both of those are are both really great and worth watching. Hey, let me ask you this, Chuck. Sure. Did you ever see? Sure, Vince. Did you ever see that <laughs> that Netflix show, a Black Mirror episode, where you could where you could choose your own adventure? Yeah, it's called Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch is mm-hmm. that what it was called? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Out of all the names, they we went. Just make that up. They went with Bandersnatch. It wasn't Bader Cooch, I'll tell you that Bander much. Bader Cooch. <laughs> uh, also, do you like Kimmy Schmidt? Love Kimmy Schmidt. Well, what if I were to tell Unbreakable. you? Unbreakable. Damn it. It's a miracle. What if I told you that the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix produced a Choose Your Own Adventure episode? No way. Yeah. So if you like the, if you like Kimmy Schmidt, you're definitely going to love this. It's a Choose Your Own Adventure episode. Pretty darn funny. It's got about an hour to two hours of content altogether because you can go down one path and then back up and try to get to the ending. You know, um, it's really funny. And then when they when they play the theme song, the theme song exactly right there. Uh, if you click the skip intro button, the guy walks out onto the screen and he goes, "Oh, you're trying to you're trying to skip the theme song. Well, now you're going to get an extended theme song." And then he comes out and he does an extended <laughs> version of the theme song. That was really clever. My so. favorite song from Kimmy Schmidt, though, is this one right here. An ode to black penis. Classic. <laughs> and we've been my, sued. My, right. fav- my favorite song is the Boobs in California. Because the boobs in California are the greatest boobs around. I disagree. I think the greatest boobs are daytime titties. <laughs> uh, also, daytime titties are the best time the best titties. Time titties. Uh, also on Netflix, guess what just came out? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Oh, great! So now I can watch Uncut Gems. Yeah. So the the thing about Uncut Gems was they it was produced by Netflix and A twenty four, which is a movie production company. A twenty four music or movie, by the way, pretty good stuff, man. And then it was distributed internationally by Netflix and A twenty four, and internationally you could watch it on Netflix, but they released it in the theaters for a limited time here in America, so you couldn't see it on Netflix immediately. But as of a couple days ago, you can finally now see it. It has made its now, way to Netflix. Now, I'm just waiting for, because A24 produced a lot of other movies, I'm really waiting to see, like Midsummer and The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. We were talking about The Lighthouse a couple of weeks ago. And Moonlight, really which movie. they also produced, is on Netflix. That's the 19... Or, and Midsommar, which we were talking about a couple yeah. weeks ago as well. Both really good movies. Uh, definitely worth watching. Um, what's the name of the guy who's in Mids, uh, who's in... The Lighthouse. Daniel Defoe. Well, William Willem Defoe is oh, really William good. Defoe, not Willem Defoe. Willem Defoe is really good in The Lighthouse. Uh, Robert Pat- Pattinson. Robert Pattinson from yeah. Twilight. Fame. That's him. Oh man. Well, all right. It's still a really good movie. Highly recommend. Uh, Daniel out. Defoe wrote Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, watch Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler is fantastic in it. So, if you're looking for a great movie to watch, Uncut Gems is in it. Kevin Garnett's in it. Oh, 
and they also make a pun because a garnet is a type of gem. Oh. So if you like if you like puns based on famous basketball players' oh, names, you're gonna love Uncut Gems. Also, guess what else is coming to Netflix? What? I'm so excited about this. The series Hannibal. We were talking about this last week. Hannibal is coming to Netflix. It's gonna the all three seasons are gonna be available. Three seasons. June fifth. It was previously only available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, which is the dutiest, dude. First, first of all, first it was on Bezos. NBC. Then it got kicked. It got shut down because shut it, down. it was too violent for NBC. It also got banned in Utah. So if you're in Utah, you couldn't even see it when yeah, it was on Utah, TV. Utah, you also can't drink beer if it's over four point three percent. Utah's weak. Utah, you're weak, baby. And so you know how I know Utah's weak. The whole state. Ow. It's a square. Yeah. Bunch, bunch of squares, squares there in Utah. And then. Hannibal got <laughs> it got they were going to Netflix was going to buy it but then they got outbid by Amazon Prime so then it went into Amazon Prime limbo Bezos can which suck is when Amazon Prime buys a television Bezos show can suck a fat and one. then nobody can watch it because they don't because nobody has Amazon nobody Prime Nobody watches Amazon Prime but now finally Netflix is going to get Hannibal and because back when they f- were first trying to buy Hannibal they there were uh, rumors that Netflix might actually produce another season of Hannibal. Ooh, so yeah. I'm hoping that not that this new exposure Ooh, will not only yeah. allow a lot more people to watch Hannibal, Matt but Nicholson. if it if it gets really big, they may actually sink some cash into doing Ooh. another season, which would be super exciting for all those Hannibal fans out there like myself. Um, man, such a great man. show. I can't wait for more people to be able to see it. Uh, let's talk about Rick and Morty. Oh, baby. I actually have not seen this Rick and Morty episode. New Rick and Morty episode is really good. It's not as good as the one from last week, which was one of the all-time episodes. That's when he has the save state button where he can go back in time. Oh, but yeah. But the new episode just revolves around um, he may have impregnated a planet. Rick or Morty? Uh, Rick oh, okay. may have impregnated a planet. Ooh. Um, and then he fights a god. Um, for more information, just watch the new Rick and Morty. It's always... For more information, <laughs> go to BiscuitWars.com. Go to BiscuitWars.com, and we'll tell you where you can watch Rick and Morty. Wow. It's on AdultSwim.com. Coming up on the show, um, we talk President Trump and Fidel Castro. Are they one and the same? Are mm. they one and the same? We'll find out. Uh, that's coming up on Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy if like, Cookbook. If you like Rick and Morty, you may also really enjoy Solar Opposites, which is another Justin Roiland show. No, gotta say, I do enjoy Rick and Morty, and guess what? I enjoy Solar Opposites. I do as well. I got to say, I finished watching. There's only eight episodes in the first season, which I thought there was going to be more episodes. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It goes down smooth. Eight is enough. Eight, <laughs> eight is enough. And I got to say, there's this really cool thing that they do where the, the, main, the main show is about the aliens that are living on Earth and them trying to fit in. But also, every once in a while, the kid aliens will shrink down a person and put them in this giant hamster wall type deal. It's got, like, a bunch of rooms in it. And uh, there's this whole B story that goes on in the show about... There's the, gangs living like, in there trying like to kill people for Lord chewing gum. Lord of the Flies community that has evolved of all these people going into the wall, as they call it. Yeah. And uh, I think in the seventh episode, things really ramp up, and they do a whole episode about what's going on on the wall. No way. And that whole kind of side story thing really, I think, adds a really— So any uh, like parent or authority figure that gets in these alien kids' way, they just shrink them down. They just shrink them down and put them in this and giant wall they open cage. up a hole in the wall, kind of like pigeonholes, you know, like little just open up little spots in the wall. Right. 
Boom, there you go. And everybody in the wall has diabetes because all they do is feed them candy. <laughs> 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 but it's, it's really cool. So check out Solar Opposites. That's available on Hulu. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows Season 2 is going on right now. So if you haven't seen any what they do in the What We Do in the Shadows, check that out. That's also available on Hulu. They air the new episodes from FXX the day after they air. So Thursdays, you can watch them. So what we do in the shadows is about vampires in modern day Long Island. Right, it's like a mockumentary series, kind of like Spinal mm-hmm. Tap was. Yeah, so funny, man. One of my favorite parts of what we do in the shadows is that they're not all vampires. They have werewolves in them, too. But they actually have a vampire in it that doesn't suck blood. It sucks the energy out of people. And he works in a cubicle. <laughs> yeah, he's an and it's just vampire. him walking around being like, so I did a little research on our topic. And it turns out you can put Q-tips <laughs> Inside your ears a little bit. And, I and then they the just show people like dying at their desk of boredom. I thought energy vampires was something that they made up as a joke for the show. But it turns out that energy vampires are, I mean, well, they're not real. But, but they inside the mythology of, of vampires, vampires they do exist. this is a well-established thing. Right. We're not talking about all the Karens in the world, which are energy vampires. Oh, also on Netflix, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, all three seasons of that uh, are available. So Never seen it. Highly rated. E- Everyone loves it. Yeah, even if you're not an anime fan, it's one of those things that kind of that kind of crosses all genres. So I had five shots of espresso, and I'm really starting to crash right now. If you've never seen Avatar The Last Airbender, really great show. Watch a couple episodes. You'll probably enjoy it. I've also been watching JoJo's Bizarre. <laughs> never even heard of it. Which is... <laughs> It's an anime, and uh, most notably, there's a character in it whose name is Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> More on that next week. What? <laughs> most notably on HBO right now, one of the only good things worth watching on HBO is the new miniseries starring Mark Ruffalo. There's a new miniseries starring Mark Ruffalo? Right, it's only six episodes long. Each is it about the dangers of fracking or the dangers of 9-11 conspiracy theories? <laughs> <laughs> it's about both. No, it's actually uh, it's a miniseries, and it's about... He's so good it's in based, Zodiac. It's based on a book called I Know This Much Is True, and he plays his own twin brother. Oh, that's right! And his his one brother has mental, has mental problems, and he has like a mental breakdown. Um, and that's that's what happens in the first episode is the brother gets arrested because he has his mental breakdown in uh, a library in a very public manner. Oh, and then it's sort of um, him dealing with trying to keep his family together and what happens to him while he's trying to take care of his brother. Um, I only saw the first episode so far. Mar- so far, Mark Ruffalo, really good. I'm, I'm Pretty really good, ex- and also I like shows that dive into this. Like, it's easy to make fun of people or to be not empathetic for people that have mental problems. But guys, we're humanity here, people. Think like, about how hard that is on the the family members of people. Yeah, like so who have mental issues. Give Ian Howard isn't the person themselves. They explored so that in Ozark as well. Let's help everybody. In Ozark, her brother has, has mental, mental problems, problems yeah. and it really leads to some tough decisions mm-hmm. for the family. And Jason Bateman. Good friend of the show, Jason Bateman. All right, you ready to go into Conspiracy Cookbook? I've been dying to dive into Conspiracy Cookbook. I'm fiending for Conspiracy Cookbook over here. You know it, brother. Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs, Benedict's. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. And Spotify. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and now, everybody, it's time to set your ovens for 420. Grab the tinfoil. Because it's Conspiracy Cookbook. 
Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for grace, call Topher Grace. Conspiracy Cookbook is presented in part by James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. <laughs> Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. Down at James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. That's located in the Scrotal Transplant District in Kahului. Oh, today's show is also brought to us by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor and sometimes... You need a Taylor Swift. So, as promised, we're going to get into it right now, Chuck. Uh, let's talk some conspiracy. Now, this was one... Ooh, baby. This was one that I was very excited to bring to your attention because it's got a lot of leads. And I was so excited you brought it to my I've attention. I've been doing a lot of research on this, Chuck, and uh, today's topic is, is Donald Trump actually Castro in a full-body Donald Trump suit? So, let's... Work this back one a little bit here, okay? So first of all, when you first Donald hear that, Trump, somebody would probably say that's crazy. Now, what could be crazier than Donald Trump himself? What could be crazier than Donald Trump, man? You know, back in the '80s when he was doing interviews, he was completely coherent. And then <laughs> what has changed over the course of time? I mean, he was still from a dick. From then he was a until Cafe, you know, Cafe, Cafe, The days of Cafe. The days of Cafe. Actually, if you look at him, I mean, the whole Kofefe incident was back in what 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Even his, even his tr- his tweets from back then seem more coherent than they do now, which is which is really saying something. But here's here's how I came across this. Uh, there has been some theories that Donald Trump is actually not who he says he is. It might be some some people have posited that it could be Andy Kaufman. Uh, wearing a Donald Trump suit. But here's who I think it is. I think it's Fidel Castro. Now, why would you think it's Fidel Castro, Vincent Fodi? The Biscuitiers, the Gravy Gals, the Biscuit Boys, we all demand to know, why do you think Donald Trump is Fidel Castro? Why do you think Fidel Castro is Donald Trump? Well, it would have to be somebody that kind of disappeared from the public eye Mm, in, in 2016. So you think this is like Mission Impossible fake mask style? Right, or full body suit, something like that. Or sort of like Arya and the Faceless Men in Game of Thrones. Now, I know that if I was wearing (laughs) a full body suit, I would not want to be on camera for very long. Right. And I would probably want to take lots of vacations. Right, you would want to stay out of the public eye as much as possible, which is probably why Donald Trump does not enjoy doing press conferences. Hates them! Uh, and it's probably it's all fake news. It's not because he wants to limit his exposure to the press and have zero transparency. It's because he doesn't want people taking pictures of his suit because they might notice that uh, there's a zipper in the back. Hmm. Uh, also, when did Donald Trump get elected? When was the election? November, November of 2016. Right. And uh, when did Castro die? Quote, die. I'm doing air quotes here. When did Castro die? November of 2016. November oh! of 2016 is absolutely correct. Uh, we also know that Castro was a communist. And Castro used to love to control the media in Cuba. He had full control of the media in Cuba. And who has what is full the number control one of the thing? media now? No. What is the number one thing Trump hates? That he does not have total control of the media right now. No, that's true. So... Fidel Castro, all of a sudden, he disappears and he dies, quote unquote, dies in November. We never saw the body. Uh, we also know that Fidel Castro was a communist in the days of the Cuban Missile Crisis. 
Fidel Castro was working with Russia. Uh-huh. And who do we know helped get Donald Trump elected? Russia. Russia. And is it possible that Donald Trump is actually Fidel Castro in a Donald Trump suit working with the Russians to bring down America from the inside so they can no, establish a be. communist paradise? Because Fidel Castro was way shorter than Trump. Well, no, that's not true. Because what? Do you know how tall Donald Trump is? No, I have no idea. He's six foot three. Do you know how tall Fidel Castro was? I guess I don't. Six foot three. Hold the freaking phone. You telling me it's just a coincidence that two world leaders who are being accused by biscuits and gravy of being <laughs> the same person just happen to be the exact same height? Uh, what are the odds of that? Our Chuck? studio intern is telling me a message right here that uh, it's incredibly rare for people to be over six three or six three. So that narrows it down even more. Right. And so we're just going to have two people that are exactly the same size. Hmm. What makes more sense? That or the fact that Fidel Castro is really wearing a Trump suit. And now that's accounting for why they are exactly the same size. Wow. Um, Also, where does Trump spend all of his time? Uh, Not in Washington, D.C. He usually spends a lot of time watching Fox News or golfing. Well, he spends a lot of time, executive time, quote unquote, executive time. Who doesn't? um, Where he has no contact and nobody knows exactly what he's doing. Now, remember the movie Mrs. Doubtfire? Of course. What did did Mrs. Doubtfire have to do? She had to take a lot of downtime so she could take the disguise off. It was very hot inside that mask. And it's really hard to to stay dressed like that 24 hours a day because you got to go to the bathroom. You got to do all kinds of stuff. Maybe that's why Trump is taking so much executive time because he can't be in the suit it's all so day. so hot in the suit. He can't wear that mask all day. He's got to go to the bathroom. He's got to take it off sometimes. And he can't just keep putting it on and off. Fidel's got to breathe, We all baby. learned from, that, from Mrs. Delphire that that causes a lot of problems when you're Fidel's constantly gotta putting breathe. the disguise on and off. So that probably accounts for why he spends so much time so doing So who's running Cuba? Time. Is Fidel Castro's brother actually running Cuba or not? I believe that he left it in good hands. Um, now, Donald Trump, we also mentioned that he spends a lot of time playing golf. Where does he play golf at? In Lago. Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Mar-a-Lago is in Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, my God. Which is... Oh, my God. Which is very close to a little island called what? Cuba. Cuba, exactly. Oh, my God. In fact, it's actually closer to Cuba than it is to D.C. Right. Why, Holy smokes, Vincent Why would Fody. the president spend all of his time... Not doing his job, also, but actually golfing in a place that's closer to Cuba than it is to D.C., where he's supposed to be spending all of his also, time. What state has more Cubans than Cuba? Florida. Exactly. So now is also, it, is it possible were, that he's staying in Mar-a-Lago and secretly taking helicopter flights back to Cuba so he can go back and forth and keep up this charade of oh, Fidel Castro my actually running our country from the inside? I think we just blew the top the off the biscuit today, baby. We blew the roof off the effer. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Also, if you were president of the free world, why would you spend all your time in Florida? <laughs> well, Florida is probably the last place that I would go. That doesn't make any if, sense. If I could be anywhere. Uh, Unless you were really. Now, so also, who hates China? Cuba. Who loves Russia? Cuba. Cuba. Who does Trump hate? China. Who does Trump love? Russia. Exactly. It's airtight airtight to say the least and also have you ever seen donald trump try to compose a sentence in english it's almost as if english wasn't his first language because oh my all of God. all of his tweets are misspelled 
and his vocabulary is on par with about a third or fourth grade uh, vocabulary yes. level. Um, now, some people say he does that because he wants to be able to be appealing to, you know, the not as intellectual type. Republicans. But <laughs> I s- <laughs> but <laughs> not Republicans, Republican voters. But yeah. I posit <laughs> that it's because... English is not his first language. His first language is also is probably Spanish because he's Fidel Castro. Oh my God! Now, what's the best way to cover up a red state? Orange. Mm. Orange. Orange. What was Florida known for? Orange. Oranges. What Trump? What color is Donald Trump? Orange. 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 You glad I didn't say banana? It's Bush owned the Astros, and then. Came Fidel Castro. Okay, if it rhymes, it has to be true. Yeah, chibbity, chibbity, hoo hoo. All right, you got anything else for conspiracy cookbook? I can, nothing could top that one, baby. All right. Ain't nothing could top that one. All right. Come, wow. Uh, conspiracy cookbook was brought to us by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Conspiracy cookbook is written in part by Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. <laughs> you don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. And also buy most deaf hearing aids. Get less deaf with most deaf. Ooh, baby. They're black on both sides. What a great biscuits and gravy show we had today, Vince Hody. Well, we had an action-packed episode today. Action-packed, just like Saturday morning cartoons. But Well, that's the end of the show, right? We got nothing else to do. Well, nothing else except my favorite segment of the entire show, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Whoa, the Buffaloes have come home, baby. Let me get that Buffalo sound one more time. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest Buffalo in the room. That's that right. That's absolutely correct. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. That's where I prove that I'm the smartest Buffalo in the room. And thanks to all our emailed questions at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at, at gmail.com. Com. So don't forget to send us your trivia questions. Send us the answers so I don't have to look up the questions as well. Um, and, yeah, if you got anything else you want to send us, send it all in emails. We'll ask all those questions to Chuck live on the air. And don't forget to check out BiscuitWars.com for all upcoming Zoom comedy shows. Now let's jump into it, baby. All right. You ready for our first question, Chuck? I was born ready. All right. Our first question comes from... My mom was from pissed. ...Jake in Los Angeles, California. She who? He wants to know, who wrote the song, Blinded by the Light, which was made famous by Manfred Mann's Earth Band? Oh, it's a Bruce Springsteen song. Bruce Springsteen is correct. Blinded by the night. He's a friend of the show, Bruce Springsteen, of Bruce Springsteen String Beans. Grown in the USA. All right. That's harmony. Very good. All right, our second question comes from Bridget in Salt Lake City, Utah. Bridget wants to know, oh, this is a good one. <clears throat> Where is the southernmost point in the United States located? It's on the Big Island. That is the correct. It's yeah. on the Big Island. It's in I've, I've eaten at the southernmost restaurant in America, and they have the best macaroni salad I've ever had in my entire life. So it's not only the best, but also the southernmost, the southernmost. Macron- macaroni salad. I got a hamburger. <laughs> And the woman's like, you know, that usually comes with a side of gravy. Do you want it? And then we, me and my girlfriend just lit up the room. We're like, hells to the yeah. Actually, I'll take double I'll side take of the gravy. All right. Our third question is usually a sports question because, as we know, sports are Chuck's Achilles hoof. Mm-hmm. This is an actual sports question. Okay. All right. None of that namby-pamby fake sports questions. Not about Rocky do. or Carl Weathers. They're like, this <laughs> 1980s movie was about golfing. Not about Dodgeball, the movie. Okay. 
third question comes from Clark in Kihei, Hawaii. Oh, he's right nearby, the Biscuit Bunker. He wants to know, besides Michael Jordan, name another player on the championship-winning 97-98 Bulls team. Besides Michael Jordan, name one um, other player on the championship. Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy <laughs> Bogues. And um, Kareem Abdul-Jar. You, you only have to give one Michael, incorrect answer. And Michael <laughs> Bird. <laughs> Michael Bird is not a. Is not anybody. Oh, I don't. Andrew Bird, Lloyd. Larry Bird. Larry. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber. No, uh, just to name a few. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. That's not the Dennis same as Rodman. Oh, and man. Steve Kerr. Just to name a I few. I don't even know. Who. Well, you can't win them all, Chuck, but you did get two out of three. You know what they say. And that also means that that's the end of our show. That's the end of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and what a mighty fine root and toot and Biscuits and Gravy Show we had here today. Yeah, what a Vincent show Vincent Bodie, Chuck Sauce, we are one hell of a Biscuit and Gravy team. It was so great doing Biscuits and Gravy today, man. Next week, coming up on the show, more Rick and Morty. More pooping on friends. <laughs> I'll inform you of all the food that gave me heartburn this week. I hope it's the show, friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep with one eye I'm open. Not staining my mattress, please. <laughs> hey, take care, everybody. Everyone out in uh, Biscuit Stay Land. Stay safe. Stay safe. And Stay tuned. And, <laughs> and from me to you, hello! <laughs> kisses. Little kisses. kisses. Ha, 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 ha